Here we are at Sapphire 39 for Lisa Ann's backstage combos. And today's guest, Jesse Lee, who I am so excited to see. You are back out and about. You are featuring. You are doing all the things that we all worried you wouldn't be able to do after your accident. So, Jesse, it's great to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to do it. I almost wasn't able to do today, but I was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. So, yeah. So glad you could be here. And you've been doing before, you've done so many things in your career, but there's some exciting things that have recently surfaced. Let's talk about what it was like to be on Below Deck. First, I have to ask you, were you a fan of the show? So I honestly had never even heard of the show, um, but um, I have a relationship with Cam 4, and it was like basically all Cam 4 models. Um, so they asked me, you know, I've, I've done like shows and stuff like that for Camp 4 and they asked me if I wanted to go to Australia for for a show. I was like, okay, cool. So I actually, I had a, in order to do this, I had to cancel my browser scene. I had to cancel my Chicago Exotica trip. Oh. And then I had to drive from LA to San Diego so we get like a, a, a like a rush passport, expedited passport. Oh no. Okay. Because my passport like expired within 60 days or something. So yeah, so it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was a lot to get there. But after I got there, it was a lot of fun. So. Was it your first trip to Australia? It was. And that was like one of my bucket lists also, just to like, and plus we were in like the greater, the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, so Like beautiful. it was so pretty. I mean, what a first trip to Australia to get to see the reef. Uh, and from California, it's an easy 16-hour flight, so it's not really it that like bad. I think it's 18 hours or something. Okay. Because I did, I did L.A. to uh, Sydney and then Sydney to Cairns. And then on the way home, I did Cairns to Brisbane and then Brisbane to L.A. Do you it, like how I pronounced it correctly? You did. You did. <laughs> Brisbane. Brisbane. And then Cairns. It's square though because it's spelled K-A-I-R-N-S, but it's Cairns. They're like, we're just going to like completely omit two letters, you know. Uh, for Below Deck, so did you pre-watch any episodes or was this so last minute that you couldn't even go down the rabbit hole? Well, I, so I got told like two weeks in advance. Okay. Um, so I was told it was Below Deck Down Under. So I was like, oh, I'll just watch like the first season. So I was like watching it and I like fell in love with some characters and then I like hated some characters and I'm like so happy that like the people returning was like the captain and Aisha and, um, and, um. The party guy. So you had a little bit of time to kind of survey below deck down under and decide maybe who you wanted to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to be myself. I actually asked them. I was like, hey, what am I not allowed to do on the show? They're like, oh, just be your authentic self. I was like, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a thin line right there. So I actually like I got in trouble for something that they didn't show on the show. So. I get yelled at by the producers for doing something twice, twice. How can you get in trouble on Below Deck, Jesse Lee? Only you could do this. Please give us the details. So, because we're not going to be able to see it when so we watch the I'm episodes. not going to say who, but one of the people, when we're on that island, and so we're on the island or whatever, and we're like having our picnic and stuff, where I was like, uh, where I was collecting shells like Topless, and, and Laura and Sky were like, we're like, I don't doing something in the water, Topless. Um, so I, so one of the, one of the people was like, Hey, like I, I went to school for like, for, uh, for video and stuff like that. I can like film you guys. Like, 
He was like, I can film you guys. I was like, really? I was like, you can film us like shooting content. He's like, absolutely. He was like, can you film me? And I had on my bad dragon story. I was like, are you allowed to film me playing with this on camera? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. I was like, are you sure? He's like, absolutely. I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. So I went off like off the island. Like, trying and hold to- on. For anyone who maybe might not know bad dragon, she had a sex toy. So she showed <laughs> a sex toy. And with that said, there was approval. From the person you asked, so you yeah. went along. Okay. So I was Everyone like, I was like, okay, cool. I, d- I mean, I asked. I always <laughs> ask. I'll never just assume. I always just ask. I guess I should just ask the producers, but you know, it's fine. Um, so we went off like a little away, and like you know, he was like, he wasn't even like right up on me. He was like, he was kind of just like, I actually have to like release that on my OnlyFans. I haven't released it yet, but he was like. He was like maybe 30 feet away and he was like filming me on my phone and like it was just me like I wasn't even like like spread. I was like doing it from behind so it was like doggy with this toy and I was like licking it and stuff like that and I was like moaning and then like everyone else was like kind of watching me from afar because it was like we went behind these big rocks but they like got around those (laughs) and they're like and then i get in trouble and they're like they're like jesse you cannot ask one of the crew members to film me i was like i asked they're like yeah but you made him feel uncomfortable i was like all right whatever kind of volunteered this film member kind of volunteered if you ask me (laughs) so then so then like i had to go on camera and be like i'm so sorry like i'm so sorry i did that you know so like i didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable like it's cool it's cool but you know i'm like i'm like friends with them now so like you know I'm sure if I asked him to do that now, he'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And get all like close and stuff, I'm sure. So so that's number one. This is number one, a bit of trouble that you got into while filming Below Deck Down Under. What did you do the second time? So we were told that we're not allowed to give them gifts. Okay. So I had a bunch of these little magnets that's, that were like me topless with like a banner over my nipples that say food porn. It's me like licking a donut. And I like gave it to every single crew member, like personally. So I get, they're like, Jesse, you're not supposed to give gifts. You have to give it to us at the end and we'll give it to him at the end. I was like, whatever, it's fine. It's a very strange so, rule. So that's what I got in trouble for. But you but, still were this shining star of the episodes. I know. <laughs> One thing that they didn't show, oh, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> Never mind, I can't <laughs> talk about it. Oh, this is bad. when someone says, I'll, t- I'll tell you after. I'll t- I'll tell tell you us after. now. So I, I'm not going to tell you who, but so there's there's a part that they actually showed on the show with me like coming in my little leopard outfit and they're like, Jesse. And then I'm like, how's like the butt plug? Like with the, it was like vibrating with like the tail. So um, someone, so, you know, the chef, uh, Zarina, like Chef Zarina, she like felt it. She's like, oh, it vibrates. Like, yeah. And then someone that was also in that room took the, took the butt plug that was vibrating and put it up to their face. I'm not going to say who. But that's what happened. I was like, oh, my God, they cut it. I was actually really like when I saw that, like, start to show on the episode. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to show this. But they cut out like the best part. Oh, so. but overall, it was a great experience. Oh, for it was you. so much fun. Yeah. And did you get to see any other of Australia while we were there? Or you just went and filmed and then flew back. So this is this was last year, like last year, May um, when this happened. So like the whole like, you know, everyone had like. Australia is really, really strict on COVID. Yep. So we had to, in order to fly out of Australia, like if you're flying like within Australia, it's fine. But if you're flying like out of Australia, like to a different country, you have to get tested. It's like a 24 hour or 48 hour uh, COVID test. So they brought the, or 24 hours. So they brought like the doctors to the ship 
okay. in Cairns. And Cairns is like this little like remote island, Great Barrier Reef. So it's like not really like near anything. So my test results for me and one other girl, Avana, our test results didn't come back in time. So we got to Brisbane and we're stuck in Brisbane. Thankfully, my friend James also lives in Brisbane. So he took us to the koala sanctuary. Oh, you got to go to Lone Pine. I did. It's one of my favorite sanctuaries in the so, world. It was, so, it was so great. Like I got oh. to like pet kangaroos. Was, yes, like, and you can feed them. Ever. They give you those little bags of snacks. And then there's massive ones that are just like laying out. And then there's the little baby ones that come right up to you. And you can feed them and take selfies with them. They're so happy. Yeah, they're like they're like dogs. I was like, oh, I love Did you get this. to hold a koala? No, because I think it was because it was near the end of the day because we got there pretty late. Okay. So, yeah. just And then after that, like, after that, uh, my friend James, like, took us out, like, around Brisbane and just, like, took us to some fruit. Because last time he was in L.A., I took him and his girlfriend to the Magic Castle. Okay. So, yeah. Fun spot. I love Brisbane. It's a really cute and quaint, beautiful place. People are super nice. But that Lone Pine is, like, my favorite. Every time I've gone there, I've gone back. And I take the same photo. They have that thing when you first enter that says Lone Pine Sanctuary. And you can put your head through it, your hands through it, your feet show out the bottom. It's for children. So, you really have to bend down to do it. Uh, But I do it every time just to document how many times I'd been there. But I love it there. And I'm, it kind of worked out for you that yeah. you got to stay a day. Yeah. And like, you know, like, like, uh, you know, the network like paid for my hotel and stuff like that because it was like, you know, it was because of them. And I got reimbursed for the COVID test and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I get another, I get a free day in friggin' Brisbane. Okay, cool. How much do you think that's going to help you on the road feature dancing? Because it's another thing to add into your bio. It's another thing for the DJ to read when you go up on stage. I know when oh, I was yeah, in the I industry. Need to, I need to add that into my bio now. Yeah, you I sure like, totally do. Forgot. Yeah, I mean, I remember every single thing I did that I thought had value, I would just go and update my bio. I was constantly updating, printing out new bios because that's a big one. Below Deck is huge. And I like, I kind of want to nominate myself for uh, for like the crossover for uh for like the mainstream crossover or whatever but well, i don't know how to do done. that Jonah like kind of told me i was like i don't know how i was like Jonah, will you do it for me she's like she's like no she's like have oh, have sandra from oc do it i was like oh i was like please will you she's like no just do this instead i was like okay i guess i won't do it <laughs> you have to get yourself in the running for that for sure yeah and now you're back out feature dancing how many gigs have you taken since you've recovered um so i so this happened late February, so February 27th, this happened. And then and when we uh, say this happened, you mean your accident. Yeah, my accident happened. So um, so it took all of like all of March and all of April, like just like recovering. And then I did two, I did Lansing, uh, Deja Vu in Lansing, Michigan. And then I did uh, Sapphire Times Square back like late April, early May. And then I started my job at the Punk Rock Museum in Vegas on May 7th. So this is like my first time dancing since those gigs. How happy were your fans to see you at those gigs after us reading how harsh your accident was? Yeah, it was like really great. Cause like, you know, like I, you know, as a future dancer, you're always, you're always like afraid and always like nervous that like nobody's going to show up and you're like just going to dance like a room of empty people or an empty room of no people. With all the so, girls lined up sitting in the back looking at yeah. you and making you feel like they're looking at you like this girl can't get anybody to come in here. <laughs> I'm like, why is she even paying all this money for no one to show up? But yeah, like my, like the one in Times Square, like people like when I was in Times Square, like people like a bunch of people came and they brought me presents and they told me that like they're so happy I'm back. And then when I was in Lansing, I had people drive from friggin' Detroit 
to freaking come see me and it like made me feel so special like people came from like hours away and it like made me feel special and loved like you know like sometimes you know you're in this business for so long that you like forget that like people actually care about you and then like stuff like this happens you're like oh people actually care about me do <laughs> so yeah what was your mental state like before you got back out onto the road for those first two bookings after that accident i'm sure you were concerned that you were never going to be uh, on camera again or yeah. feature dancing again. How did you get yourself through that? Um, I mean, I still deal with it just because like my face is still not completely healed. Like when I smile and stuff, like I'll like look at old videos of myself, like mm. smiling and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. But yeah, like I was, you know, when it first happened, my face was like, I like felt like the elephant man because it was all swollen and stuff like that. So it was like, my face was huge. So I like, I would always like, cry about like how ugly I looked and like I was like so happy with the way my face looked before the accident so to go from like that to see like my face after the accident it was like really hard to process and even like now like I still go through my days where it's like I have to like remind myself that like I'm still healing I'm still healing so. Yeah, but I mean, it's a setback. And yeah. it's a setback for someone. It'd be very different if you worked at an office, but this yeah. is your face. And it's so hard to go back and have somebody maybe use an ad for you and you see a photo, I'm sure. And you're like, oh, I remember like when my face looked like that. Like yeah. that's constantly in your face. As a performer, as you work at your OnlyFans, updating content, you're constantly reminded of yeah. that. Yeah, like with me, like I haven't like I mean I I did like one solo thing on my OnlyFans. I like hadn't updated it for so long, and I made it free. So like all, I had like so many subscribers. So I just like posted like an eight minute video of myself, and I was like, I'm still like insecure about that because I I know I can't make the same faces, and I like you know like my pronunciation is 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 different now. Like I can't pronounce some words, and I have a lisp and stuff. So it's like it's hard, but like. With like, uh, with like doing like anything like like boy girl like I wasn't able to do like because I tried to give a blowjob and it hurts. It hurt putting like even like putting a dildo in my mouth hurts so bad because my my jaw's still like tight and it's not completely healed. So it's like it's really hard and like that's what I would like that's what that's why I can't do any POV or anything like that because it's like well I can't like now. yeah because like I can't like put anything in my mouth and it's like it's hard so it's like it's taking some getting used to and like I'm not very patient at all so like having patience is virtue and like oh, fuck man so they come to you a bit more yeah. when you get older I promise you that but this is something really huge to overcome and I think yeah. you being out there and putting yourself out there again is so inspiring yeah because your people want to see you they love you as you are you Thank know what you. I mean and also the support for you of being like oh my gosh we're so glad to see you again that you're out doing things that's a good reminder for you. you need to consume that energy back yeah because you've been spending so much energy just looking at yourself in the mirror and being concerned about it and yeah. not knowing what's next and i'm sure there was just a period of time for that first month where you were like i don't know what's next yeah like i had no idea and like thank god like um i had this job at the punk rock museum like thank god because it was like yeah it's not like it's not a lot of money but it's salary and it's got I have benefits and stuff like that. So it's, it's good. It's a good like way to like, it literally just like just covers like my bills. Like it I, stabilizes you. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a stable job though. So yeah, but it's like, I'm like, 
I want to go back to filming so I can like make filming money, you know? And then still live off of your money yeah. that you're making. So what are you doing at the Punk Rock Museum? So, where is the museum? Tell us all about it. We all need to know because we all go to Vegas all the time and this is somewhere we're all going to want to go. So you know our little darlings is on of Western course. in Oaky? Of course. It's, it's a landmark. Next, it's next door. It's next door to, yeah. Okay. Next that's door to right little there. darlings. Yeah. And what do you have going on in there? So I... Uh, Fat Mike is a good friend of mine. So he's the president of the museum. He's the one who like put it all together. Um, he hired me as a brand ambassador and just doing like retail here and there. So for my first like few months there, I was just doing retail full time and like, you know, promoting. And now I threw like this really big party that made a lot of money. So now they're like, they're like letting me do more parties. So right now I'm like, yeah, I think my... I, I didn't have a title for a while, but I was calling myself an event planner and brand ambassador. But I think they're even calling me a brand promoter. So I like it to like promote the brand, go to the parties and stuff like that and do, do like arrange my own parties, which is like what I'm good at. So yeah. And it's perfect. Now, did you have that gig lined up and that's why you were moving to Vegas? Yes. Yes. So, so this is what happened. So my accident happened on the 27th. So I was going to you know, I was going to get a lock because I, you know, my, my storage unit that I had wasn't open until like, then it like closed at like 9 p.m. So like I had to get a lock to like, to, uh, to have my truck in my Henderson apartment. And then, um, and then the next day I was going to like unload it like into my storage unit. I was going to have friends help me out. I had all them like settled and then like I was going to go get tested. And then I had a scene for Brazzers on the second, like a boy, a boy, girl, girl. And then I had, and then I was going to, it was, fuck, man, I, I'm so, so mad. It was with Van Wilde. I love him. But yeah, and then the next day I was going to start at the Punk Rock Museum and it was like all planned out and I had like all this like stuff, like all these like gigs and stuff like that. Like I just started doing Boy Girl again because I had like broken up my, my ax or whatever. And, and then the sax that I have and I was like, oh, there goes everything that I had You've planned. made it and look where you are right yeah. now like you're powering through you look fantastic Thank I you. mean I'm floored at how incredible you've healed in such a short period of time um and also your spirit like you know that's your yeah. vibe is still really really high and this had to be a setback emotionally and I know that oh, yeah. everybody and mentally absolutely yeah how did you get through it uh it's I just kind of just like pushed myself through and it's like it's kind of just like it is what it is. Like, I just like, you know, I'm just, I've, I've just accepted it. Like, this is just my life now. Like, well, this is, that, that's what it is. So, yeah. And that's it's, what you it's have to hard, do. It's hard, man. It's hard, step. though. It's hard to accept it. Because, I mean, like I said, there are some days where, like, my mental state is, like, not good. And I'm just like, fuck, I wish I, like, never got in an accident. I wish I, like, looked the way I looked. I wish I can smile again and, like, fucking give blowjobs again. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> And now you're venturing back into giving blowjobs. So you're going back to work for Brazzers. You have a scene coming up, and it's going to be your first scene. Well, it's not Brazzers. Okay, It's just it? an OnlyFans scene that I'm going to do. So I That's a smart way to ease back in, right? Yeah. So I, like, was talking to Joanna. I was like, hey. I was like, oh, I haven't, like, updated my profile a bunch. And I just, like, posted a video, an eight-minute video, and I made a ton of money, like, like, in 24 hours, like, less than 24 hours. She's like, oh. She's like, oh, you should totally do, like, boy girl. She's like, you should work at Flesh Mechanic. I was like... Oh, I was like, yeah, you're right. I mean, I love Canadians. That's like, there's, there's no hiding that I'm like obsessed at Canada. So, and like, yeah, I met him during Exotica Miami and like, we had like, we like got along and he's, God, he's so hot. 
but he doesn't have like a huge dick and like that's and he's he'll be gentle like i told him i was like listen i was like i can't do anything aggressive like with my face because it's it fucking hurts he's like it's fine we'll see what we can do yep. so yeah so he's like a really good person to do like my comeback scene with and you're gonna do that exclusively for your only fans yes which is <laughs> Even smarter than going yeah. and working for somebody else. But it's it's also you have the control that day to take it at the pace you want yeah. without feeling the guilt that yeah. you're holding up people in a location and they're all yeah. looking at you like, we need to get this day going because we're shooting three more scenes today. Like all the pressure you feel on set. So you just had a birthday. I did. How do you feel about it? Um, so every year in the past like 10 years I've like thrown like a big like party like I'm like a huge party. But this year I was like you know what? I'm just gonna do something small. So I so in the Punk Rock Museum we have a bar called the Triple Down, which is owned by Moss, who owns the Double Down, which is also in Vegas. And um, so I just like posted that I'll be there celebrating my birthday, and like a bunch of people came out. It was really great. So it was easy. Yeah, it was easy. I didn't really have to plan anything. There was no DJ. I didn't have to fucking DJ. I'm like, thank God. I don't want to DJ on my birthday. Yeah, that's true. You DJ as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to DJ. I'm just really good at making playlists. So, you know. That's your thing. So if we're going on a road trip, I could be like, hey, Jesse, we've got this road trip. We're driving to Canada so you can find guys because you love Canadians. <laughs> and you're going to make us a playlist. And you're going to be like, yes. Absolutely. I love that so, so much. When you're feature dancing, what is the one thing that like makes you the happiest, excites you the most? When you're out, other than, of course, we all love making money, but what is it that brings you joy when you get on that stage? Um, I think it's mostly I'm. I love seeing people's reactions, so that's why like why I don't like it when I'm dancing and like nobody. That's why I have that fear of like nobody showing up because then it's like I don't. I feed off of I feed off of people like that's just how I am so like so if they're like really excited to see me it makes me more excited to be on stage but if they're like like there's been times when I've like danced places and it's been full and like people that are in the front like fucking turn their back and they're not even watching me and I was like oh okay that's yeah that's cool, always a tough one right because yeah. it's all about the club too because sometimes clubs let the girls walk around and talk to the guys that are sitting at the stage which give I lap find dances to guys rude. at the okay. stage that's like stupid that's like stupid etiquette one-on-one like if a girl is is dancing on the stage you do not talk to regardless if it's a feature or a normal girl like you do not fucking talk to guys at the stage like I worked at, um, I like for a short time, I worked at some club in Hollywood and like, it was like, that's how it was. Like girls would literally Vicious. just like, girl, but no, if no girls were really respectful. So if you even went up to a guy that even like kind of like near the stage, girls would be like, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. So I was like, that was good. I mean, the club, I didn't make much money at the club because it was a Hollywood club, but yeah. It makes a huge difference. I mean, it's yeah. also like, it's so frustrating when you're up there. And in my younger years, in my 20s, it was one thing that would make me straight up get in a fist fight yeah, with like, a house girl. Like, I'd be the picture and I'd be like, respect, I'm going to grab man. this girl by her fucking hair while she's dancing for the guy that's sitting at the stage and we're going to get a fight right now in front of everybody. Like, the guy would be like at the stage, like facing you and then, or the guy will be his back to you and the girl's like facing you, giving the guy a lap dance. Like, are you fucking kidding me? There is etiquette. In every business. And that's just an etiquette that, like, she wouldn't want you to be doing exactly. that while she's on stage. I mean, because the thing is, like, you know, like most clubs, you're not on the stage all the time. You have, like, a certain performance and a certain set of songs. Like, some clubs have, like, 50-plus girls working, so you might only dance once a night. So let that fucking girl enjoy her two, three songs, Agreed. you know? 
we wait in that dressing room for so long to go up. I mean, you're just sitting in a hotel waiting to go to the club. You're like 12 hours in the hotel, four hours at the club. Like you really wait for that time that you get to go. So it means something. Do you have any tips for customers etiquette at strip clubs? Um, obviously stack up on ones, (laughs) obviously (laughs) stack up on ones, obviously. Um, don't, don't, aggressively touch girls yeah 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 that's a it's a, it's a no I, contact sport and not just men women oh like women are the worst so here's the thing here's the thing okay when it comes to dancing at strip clubs around women like so i i only like dancing for women that are into women because they course. respect women and they're not doing it just because they're so, there with their guy friends or they're having fun and they're gonna make uh, a exactly tr- like yeah. anytime there's like a bachelorette party and girls are like oh like they all have like boyfriends or husbands are in there like oh let's go to the strip club like they don't see us as people they see us as fucking objects and they treat us like we're yeah. objects yeah. and it's fucking awful yeah. so I worked at this club in like Massachusetts and girls, women would come in all the time and they would be like really disrespectful and aggressive. So I was like, I would go nowhere near any woman yeah. whatsoever. It was like, it was like, cause it's like, I'm, and they're, they're not even like giving you money. They're just no, treating they're you just like they're to make fun of you. They exactly. are just really there. I had an incident years ago where I was dancing on a stage with some women like that and a woman smacked my ass and she smacked my ass so hard that I had a welt and a handprint of her bruise for like a week, which they don't realize affects us because now we can't go on set and shoot because you're going back to LA to shoot, right? And now you've got a huge black and blue ass. But I sense that a lot too. And I always tell guys like, be patient with the interaction. If you're doing a dance with a girl, she'll let you know how close you can get. But right away, just yeah. groping and and you know licking someone's face, like all of those things. Don't do that, guys. Or ask. Always ask. You'd be like, oh, is it okay if I do this? I'm yes. like, like when I get when I'm doing a lap dance, you know, like I like you know I like hands on my butt and stuff like that because I like to feel close. So when guys are like, when guys don't have their hands anywhere, I was like, I was like, you can, I was like, you can touch my butt. A lot of times, I would have to give lap dances and I would have to give the disclaimer. I was like, listen, I was like. You can touch here, and I would like touch my butt. I was like, you can touch my butt, but you can't touch my boobs. You can't touch my face. You can't touch my hair, and I don't want your mouth anywhere in my <laughs> anywhere in my body. So have that you ever been kissing. licked by accident? Like, have you ever had a guy lick you? Yeah, or kiss it's you? Fucking disgusting. Because the thing, the thing about it, also, like, I hate being licked by literally anyone. I hate being licked, <laughs> even by people that I know. So the thing is, like, once someone licks you, like, there's this guy in New York City who would always like lick me every time you fucking like every time I said hi to him, give him a hug. He like lick my neck. I was like, what are you doing? Because then you smell like his fucking saliva all For night. All that you want to like, burn that part of your skin oh, off your body. Oh, you just want to take like hand sanitizer, you're, like douse your entire body. <laughs> That is not good. So please have some manners and be patient. It's not a petting zoo and ask permission for everything at the club. And please make sure you bring your ones. And we love ladies at the club that are into it and enjoy the entertainers and don't look at it as some sort of a freak show yes. that they treat us like a circus almost, right? And yes. Just don't do that. If you're coming in for this, don't do that. I mean, there's all just common sense things too, you yeah, know? Common sense is not so common. Uh, I have no idea why they call it common that's sense. That's true. That it's not true. so common. It's something that's not so just common. Just like your funny bone. Like, it's not funny. It's not funny. It no, fucking hurts. It's not funny. So, Jesse, what do you like to do to disconnect? So, I live in Vegas by myself. I have two dogs. I have a three-story, three-bedroom house, oh, two-and-a-half nice. bath. I pay twenty-one fifty. Which by is the way. way and cheaper a, than a, L.A. And I have a two-car garage. Oh, my god! And a little yard. Oh and it's a gated gosh. area. 
but it's like it's I just like go home. I just like go home and just like spend time with the dogs. Yeah, that's how you like to disconnect. Watch some fucking Netflix. I just got done watching all the seasons, all nine seasons or eight seasons of Suits. Oh wow! Megan okay, was- how long did this commitment take? That's a lot of episodes. I think I would watch it for. I think I would watch like four episodes a day. Okay, so you just powered through. Yeah. You just kept watching. What are you watching now, now that Suits is over? I'm looking for something. I Have you know. gone down the 90 Day Fiancé rabbit hole yet? I, I used to watch that. My ex and I, um, so he was from Canada. Of course he was. So I had course. no, I didn't even have to ask that question. I already knew this, okay? I already knew. <laughs> so we would like get obsessed with like watching 90 Day Fiancé. So now you can't watch it because it reminds you of him. I mean, I feel like I've, I haven't watched any of the newer ones. I know they have like a newer updated one. No. Not any, no, there was like another Oh, yeah, one. there's 90 Day the Other Way now. There's the 90 Day couples that are right now, they're at a at a, a resort going through like couples therapy, like the movie Couples Therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I get uh, like suckered into like any kind of series. I'm like, fuck, man. I like finish everything so quick. Like, I don't know. Because oh. it's so easy. You ask yourself. It asks you. Next episode, sure. Nothing's worse, though, than Netflix asking you if you're still watching because I feel like it's judging me. I know there's a way to to do it. What are you doing with your life? Why are you still watching? It's been four hours. You know, there's an option that says, like, like, yes, remind me again or remind me later. And then there's another one that says, like, uh, do not remind me again. I should probably go there. But sometimes I do fall asleep watching it, so I'm glad it tells me that because then it shuts off the TV. You know what I mean? It works that way. We were briefly talking about your birthday celebration being a little bit more mm-hmm. low-key this year. Yeah. What are your expectations for this coming uh, kind of block of you? I don't know if I can say your age. I'm 40. Okay, I just turned 40. Can say it. Can um, say it. So, so a decade. We've got a so, decade ahead of you. Until you reach me, I'm 51. So what are you planning between 40 and 50? So here's the thing with me. I'm the type of person that will go like out of my way for everyone. We'll go out of our way. So it's always like, I always put my happiness behind everyone else's happiness. But the thing is like, it sucks because it's like, you know, people aren't giving me that same respect back. So now I'm putting myself ahead. Of, I'm going to be selfish, but not like, you know, not like shitty selfish. To you, be, selfish is just reeling yeah. it back in a bit from being such a yes person to everybody yeah. else that wouldn't do the same yeah. for you. Yeah, so I'm like putting myself first. I'm, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna put my happiness first. And like, you know, I'm not going to, if if I don't see, if there's more, if I'm in, if I'm in any kind of relationship, friendships, loving relationships, anything like that. If there's more cons than there are pros, I'm going to reevaluate it and see, do I really need this in my life? So if I... If someone like just the thought of someone just like kind of like stresses if if any other feeling comes from the thought of someone other than happiness, I don't need to have them in my life. It's such a great place to be. Yeah. Learning to say no and also learning to like take a 24 hour pause when somebody asks you for something or asks you to do something that maybe you know you don't want to do, but Mm -hmm. you want to do it for them because they're your friend. I would always ask myself, would this person do this for me? I think that is the greatest way to enter into your 40s yeah. is just putting yourself first. And it's you're never going to be a selfish human. That's just not in your makeup. But yeah. you're going to be more mindful of your time and your space. You enjoy being home with your dogs. You have yeah. the punk rock museum. You're also busy feature dancing and doing shows. Will your fans get to see you this year at any Exoticas? So I already plan on doing a New Jersey Exotica. Yay. Like that was like... 
I told I was already supposed to do Chicago, but I was healing. So I told Dan, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I want to do New Jersey. He was like, well, we can't have you just do one. I was like, fine, I guess I'll do Miami, D.C. also. So did you did you already do Miami this year? Yeah, I didn't see. We must have just been on different. You know, how it is when I, you're in there and you're out. I'm not going back. <laughs> it's it's a, hard. It, the crowd is hard there. It man. is a it's, hard crowd. The only reason I love the Miami show is because we're all so not busy that we socialize more. Like we all yeah. ate dinner together. And we all stay at that weird hotel. It's such a weird hotel. So every so this past time, there was like like the pipe or something above my fucking. Uh, like above my bathroom like I just heard like the pipes like me oh I had like, no AC literally like the entire time the entire time was like I heard that and I was like I'm gonna go fucking crazy I had no AC I stole a fan from the kitchen not realizing it was an industrial fan so when I brought it up to my room it was so loud there was no way I could sleep with it on and I tried to do it and it blew around like all the dust in that old creepy weird hotel Ugh. but I love that weird hotel it's the one thing I do every <laughs> year that I'm like if anyone I know know knew I was staying here but we just hang out with There's that very, like with that like weird mall that's like kind of just that like weird vacant. mall that it's I like found vacant. out is like a total money laundering get a oh, visa absolutely. all people that need to have a business in America because no one's ever at yeah. any of those stores except the smoke shop guy yeah Joanna was telling like me and Rocky about it like me Rocky and Aaron she was telling us all about it I was like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah but it's it's a fun but you're right it's a tough crowd they don't spend money mm. um, but I go for the social aspect every year so you got that one are you doing DC as well yeah oh that's fantastic I went like the first year in DC and I feel like it was it hadn't like caught on yet so I I didn't make I didn't make that much money and I also I caught COVID there I caught COVID there because there was like a bunch there's like a bunch of other girls that also caught COVID like Steve Crew was telling me that like five other girls he knew like caught COVID was it your first time getting COVID um it was my yeah it was my first time getting it was it bad no it just felt like the flu yeah so Cause you're a healthy girl. Yeah, I mean, it like, I mean, it didn't feel. I mean, it just felt like I was like sick, but it wasn't like crazy. So, if you have time, you should come to New York and take the train with us. Cause I love taking the train to DC. That's the way I get there from Aww. here. So I just, it's just a fun ride, and I love the station. It's a little far. It's an hour from the train station to get out to Virginia, but. There's that kick-ass steakhouse right next to the hotel in D.C. that stays open late for us every night and lets us eat there, and it is so good. They also have cauliflower steak. They have vegetarian options. Okay, so they have so, vegan options. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, they have, I, was, I was like, no, I'm vegan. I know when I say steakhouse, but I like I always search out the steakhouses that do cater. And you awesome. can always, like, you know, as a vegan, what we'll do is we'll just order a ton of sides. Give me your broccoli. Give me your spinach. You know, give me your fried mushrooms, your, your, your sautéed mushrooms, and we're fine. Love it. We'll make it work. Okay. So your All fans right. will be seeing you in Jersey, which is November, the first weekend end of November. So also, remember that first accident I was in? It was also from New Jersey uh, Exotica. So that was November 5th. And we're going to be there November 5th. Yeah. So it's kind so of So I don't know, because it's been thir it's 13 years, 13 wow. years. So I don't know if I'm going to do that Sunday 
Okay. Because I'm, I'm going to fucking go through crazy PTSD. So I might, I'll probably just only be there Friday and Saturday because Joanna is doing the New York Marathon Sunday also. Oh, come so, back with her and support so I'll her. So I'll just support her and like not be in Jersey on the anniversary and of my everyone, death. Our friend Joanna Angel has a link on all of her social media at Joanna Angel where you can donate to her. She's yeah. running a marathon for breast cancer and uh, I made my donation already. Yay. Uh, support Joanna because she's one of the kindest people we she know. Is. I absolutely I love, her. love her and I've gotten to know Aaron so much more, which has been great. So you'll be doing exoticas. You're starting to shoot again, your OnlyFans and your social media. Where could everybody find you, Jesse Lee? So my Instagram is Jessie X Lee. Uh, my Twitter is OMG It's Jesse Lee. And then my OnlyFans is also OMG It's Jesse Lee. But you can also go to I love Lee.com and you'll see everything. So all your links are at I love Jesse Lee.com. Jesse. Yeah. It is so great to have you back in our Thank space you. and that you're vibrant and beautiful. And I know to you, there's still days you don't feel great, but you look incredible. Thank and you, you are, you're like, you know, the rapper that gets shot 10 times and stills rolling around. You're like 50 Cent right now. Like you've been in a ton of accidents Actually, and you are fine. I'm like Kanye because he went through it through the wire. That's right. You're right. I had, my mouth was wired shut for seven weeks. So I get it. Everything that he talked about, I went through that. Did you watch his Netflix or his, it, I forget what network it was on, but he has a doc. You got to watch it. All right, I'm going to watch it at the hotel. Tomorrow. Yeah, watch it because it's something that he put together over all the years he's ever been in music. He was recording. He was having people travel with him. Like he, when he was young, his mom's really in it. Like Aww. it's beautiful. You'll find where it is. I'll find it for you. But Jesse Lee, thank you so much for joining thank us here you. today. Right here at Sapphire 39. Now, you remember that there's sapphires everywhere. There's quite a few in New York City. There's an epic sapphire in Las Vegas mm -hmm. that has a pool for the summer. If you're a fantasy football league commissioner, you might want to have your draft there next year. They turn all the cabanas into draft stations. And at Sapphire 39 New York City, I watch every Thursday night game with all of my fans, and it's a ton of fun. So we hope to see you there. Jesse Lee, thanks for joining. Thank Lisa you. Lisa Ann's Backstage Combos. Oh,